Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast on this supposed Monday. It feels like Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the show. This is Homemaker Chic Podcast. We're rescuing the art of homemaking uh, from the daily grind. Right now, we're rescuing the holidays. We are reading your DMs over on Instagram and sharing your ideas and our ideas and just really chit chatting and having a good time. I've really enjoyed the last two episodes. I am in the middle of a full-on allergy attack because we're cleaning the house, so um, if I cut out every once in a while, I'm going to hit the cough button so Shay can take over. <laughs> that is my co-host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead. I am Angela of Parisian Farm Girl. I just took a hit off my inhaler, so I might be a little jittery and chatty. It makes me a little like... Is it like I a hate. steroid? Is that what an it's inhaler not, is? It isn't. This okay. one isn't, thankfully. Okay. I'm very grateful for that, but nonetheless, okay. it makes me a little um, wired. Sure. So, uh, yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, happy yeah. holidays. Happy holidays. Happy no happy holidays. Have oh, you seen holibage? it? Happy no. holidays. I felt happy so. Happy holidays. I was in the bath the other night. And I had just done all my Italian vocab and I'm feeling good. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go find the, those children, the Christmas beige children that Angela's talking about. But I'm just Googling like beige, beige children. children. <laughs> no, I couldn't remember what to Google. It's just like, it's just official beige on Instagram. Oh, okay. But it's sad beige clothing for sad beige children. And she just released the like you when you were talking the other day about stop stop making holidays neutral. Holy cow, my nose is itching so bad. So she did. She made this song and she just goes, "Happy holidays." Happy holidays. And she shows like the beige candles and the beige blankets and all the beige yeah you know what <laughs> do you ever question i mean you are a fun lively vibrant person i and thank you i am <laughs> you are um my assistant and i who's my sister <laughs> sounds okay. fancy when i call her my assistant but she's my, she's sister. my assistant too so <laughs> we're picking out our new i told you guys last week we're getting merchandise for the elliot homestead for the first time all yeah. the logo stuff is finalized. All of it is beautiful, and I can't wait to share it. But so beautiful. You know, we're putting a lot of work into making sure that it's really, really high quality stuff. And what I realized inevitably as I was doing it was like, oh, you're trying to make it. You're, it's too neutral. It's too serious. It's too like grown up and form. Like you need some. You need some fun up in here. Right. And I know that we addressed this a few seasons ago, and we're like, we need to make things fun again. And yeah. I just need to remind myself of that now. I need to remember to make the holidays fun. You know, yes. let it be silly. I have these like super cheesy giant plastic Christmas balls and a garland. And they're awesome. And I hung it above my mantle. I'm like, you know what? Is that silly? Yes. 
Does it belong on a country decor magazine? No. No. But it's fun. My kids think it's hilarious because they can go up and put their faces in them and it looks like a, you know, right. like a circus mirror or something. Yeah. yeah. It's just fun. We need to remember that. We need to remember to not take ourselves so seriously. Can we remember to have any fun, please? You guys, listen. <laughs> I Can we do a disclaimer for those people? If any of them follow us on any here, other media. Right? No, I was thinking. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Angela and I have been at this game for a long time. Both of us over over a decade. Well over a decade. Well, like I'm closing in on 20 years. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. A long time. Um, have you noticed? I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to pose it like a question. <laughs> a change in, in your audience and in, in people and how people respond to things. Because to me, they respond a little beige. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. Um, so, well, in, in so much as that the really fun ones stick out and like I remember them. I remember the ones that remember the inside jokes. I remember the ones that um, like get sort of like the nuances of the content that I'm creating. I, they stick out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The ones See, that send I, I, me the, no, I'm thinking. The mo- I'm thinking more I mean, like. I I don't. Maybe people are so oversaturated with so much stuff. Maybe that's it. Yeah. There went. Everyone went through this like really steep learning curve in a lot of ways together because we all kind of came into the internet and into blogging and into YouTube becoming a thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, but now it's like you know when I post something very emotional or or beautiful or or what I think is helpful and people you know the people who will respond will just be like nah it's it's fine nah 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 <laughs> like there's just no like come on get some get some zeal <laughs> you know well, yeah there is a lack of zeal there's a lack of something I I have a little what rant is it? I have what a few it? rants coming <laughs> <laughs> I got suppressed motions after the Let last week. Let them out. This is our okay. podcast. This is our podcast. Um, do we want to like thank the sponsor? Let's do that. <laughs> Let's thank the sponsor because thankfully I'm getting a good night's sleep on my beautiful American Blossom linens sheets and taking a hot bath, which I'm dumping like a half a cup of oil, olive oil into just so my skin doesn't peel off of me. What? In the winter. <laughs> wow. Um, and patting off ever so gently with an American Blossom linens towel. The coupon code is HOMEMAKERCHIC22 for 22% off your purchase. Good through the end of the month. Any purchases made before the 14th of the month are going to arrive in time for Christmas. So they are the official sponsor of Homemaker Holiday. And um, this is what Shay and I use in our homes. Mm -hmm. So we're very, very pleased to have Janet and her beautiful team. Uh, You know how I feel about packaging? I say it about dry farms. It's the same with uh, American Blossom Linens. When your package comes, there's going to be like a little, you're going to know who packed it for you. The tissue paper is folded perfectly. There's a beautiful sticker. There's a bag of tea. It's so delightful. So you can know that if you're ordering for yourself, you're going to get a big thrill. If you're ordering for someone else, they're going to feel very, very special. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Mm -hmm. I've been, um, I have my bathroom behind me. 
stocked with their towels and washcloths and hand towels. And I got out of the shower the other day and where I normally put my towel, it is no longer. And Uh-oh. like there are no towels. No towels in my bathroom, which is like, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out what had gone awry. I had to drip dry, run out of the bathroom all naked and wear, you know, <laughs> get find something to pat myself off with. And I go upstairs. I have, I have this suspicion. I go upstairs to my children's bedrooms. And sure oh enough, boy. they've made a fort. They have, no, they've just, they, they love them so much more than the towels that I give them. <laughs> that... They finally admitted to like coming down. And yeah, we just come down and get one of yours before we shower. <laughs> and then, of course, leave it on our floor in a heap. On the so floor. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought it was sweet. I was kind of like, oh, I get it. These are huge, plush, heavyweight towels. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But seriously, so, if you do that again. Right. I'm kidding. No Christmas for you. No AmericanBlossomLindens.com. <laughs> Coupon code HomemakerChic22 for a whopping 22% off. Good through the end of the month. They are the official sponsor of Homemaker Holiday, which we are halfway through. We have today and Thursday. Yep. And then we're going to take a serious mic drop and recoup and come back um, on fire for homemaking in 2023. Yep. My kids, uh, they, they're sick. They're a little bit sick, and um, in fact, their co-op, the homeschool co-op, this is the cost of being around people, you guys. The whole co-op is canceled Oh, for, for this week because so many children have this little headache flu thing. Um, so I stayed home with them from church and just sort of was caring for them and doing the electrolytes <laughs> and all the oils on the feet and the chicken broth and all the stuff making sure they're all cared for and where was i going with this what were we talking? i don't know i was i had a rant coming i don't know where you're going i had a thing i had a thing <laughs> okay oh so i'm doing all this and i'm like washing their blankets and like making sure they have clean sheets and all this sort of stuff and i just mm-hmm. thought oh my gosh i love this i love being a homemaker you know yeah. I love being needed in that way by these people that I that I care for so much, that I love so much. And while they were napping, I was just sort of, you know, being their little nurse. So I was just like ironing some stuff, just sort of putts in so that I could kind of be at the ready if they needed me. And I just loved it. And it's so good to be reminded sometimes that the work we do is good and that we do love mm-hmm. it. It's hard to see that through the fog sometimes. The fog being, of course, what Angela's going to rant about. Go. Oh, no. I can see I it mean, on the tip of your tongue. Just go. Get it out. No, no. Get it. It is really good to be a homemaker. I got to just do that this morning and nothing else. And it was just lovely. I love it when I just get to do that. Yep. I just have a rant. Like, I guess, yep. I don't know. It's been a long couple weeks. So the girls and I are doing this big bake sale, this big uh, Christmas market in the area. And I feel just, they've, I'm, first of all, I'm so proud of them. They, made most of what we're offering they packaged it they're learning about sales they're learning how to talk to people um some of them are more introverted than others and you wouldn't know it by the way they're working our little booth it's Mm -hmm. been Mm -hmm. um an excellent excellent lesson for these young ladies but i've had to watch them take the hits that their mama takes or that you know that grown-ups take in real life and i'm nauseated uh 
and I guess maybe it's just coming off of, and it's not everybody, a lot of people, okay, obviously, a lot of people have been really, really pleasant, but others, grown adults, what is the excuse? And I know it's like, oh, you never know where people are. You don't get to be rude, though. So I get, I think it's coming off of Paris. So I'm going to talk about manners just for a second. In Paris, in France, rather, in French culture, you say, hello, bonjour, madame, bonjour, mm. monsieur. Like, that is how you greet people all day, every day. It doesn't matter if you're like, if it's the, what is she called? The lady running the toilets, you know, mm-hmm. or the lady at the flea market or the lady at Louis Vuitton. It doesn't matter. That is how you greet people. You don't walk into a store and ignore someone. You don't walk up to somebody's booth and ignore them. Every vendor, like, that is how you interact with people. Everybody says a very polite, you can say bonjour, but if you if you tack on that, madame, monsieur, like, that's even more polite. That is just the way things go. It sounds a little bit over the top to us. They are a polite society. That being said, I cannot tell you how many times this, the last couple weekends, my daughters have smiled and greeted someone as they walked by, someone who already made eye contact with them, BTW. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. And just like, me, me. <laughs> just like the, you know, just an immediate dart of the eyes or just some facial expression of disgust. It was so it was unbelievable. And here my girls are just coming off this trip. And so they kind of know the, the routine. They know this is rude. And they just have to stand there and take it. It was just, I can't believe the way grown-ups act in public. I just can't believe it. How can you not greet someone with a hello when they say hello to you? In a public setting, you went to a market, you're there to interact with vendors. And a young woman who's clearly... 12 or 14 and pleasant Mm -hmm. you know what we sort of want to see in society out of teenagers these days really nauseating really disappointing like grown women who should know better just say hello nobody's trying to sell you a used car you can just say hello just say hello just rant number one just be polite yeah (laughs) just be polite because that carries that carries into what I know you're going to talk about for rant number two um so right before we hit record on the podcast today I was lamenting that I had had some rough interactions with some people in our in work um just in terms of how people respond to an error or a mistake and we've both been in this business long enough to know that truly 99.9% of the time, the issues that we help people solve are issues of user error. So, for example, if I get somebody who uh, gets one of our downloads, right, and then I get a very angry email about them not being able to download it or something not working, it's usually a browser that they're using or their computer doesn't have enough space to download it or Mm -hmm. any number of these Mm -hmm. sorts of things but it's it's usually something on their end that we sort of have to troubleshoot with them and that's part of our job I understand that but um, sometimes people are just extremely rude even in the way that maybe they're not sure of how they come across I don't know 
You gotta tell them the, you tell them the magazine one. Tell them this one. Well, no, I mean it's it's just I can't tell you how many times a week I open an email, and it's like one line either in all caps, <laughs> or <laughs> one line with an exclamation point about a mistaken purchase. Like I wanted the digital version, or I wanted the print. I got the mm-hmm. digital. Not hello, Angela. I'm wondering if maybe I didn't navigate your website correctly. I just got an email saying I got the digital version. I really wanted the print. Can you help me out? Thanks yep. so much. It's called buffer. <laughs> it's like it's just yeah, buffer. Like, That's be it. nice. Yeah. If you have to, if you have cushion to, your words in yeah. pleasantry. Cushion your words. In yes, pleasantry. Angela. Yes. Okay. Just you like can we say do. What you need to say. You can be annoyed with your shopping experience with me or what have you. Be pleasant. Imagine if we didn't do that with our spouses or with our friends or with our children. Imagine if we just, here's the sentence I'm actually trying to say to you. Mm -hmm. That would lead to some very distressed relationships. Because you think it's, yeah. It's just the time of year. I know there's a lot of people that are self-employed listening to the show. And I know they're getting, anybody in in the workforce, they get the brunt of it. And at this time of year, I think... You because there's so much coming at businesses, it yeah. you feel it. When I open that email at six in the morning and I get a one line with an exclamation point, I have feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whether I want to be like, no, oh, duck water off a duck's back or not, that's not really the case. Like it all mm-hmm. goes in. Mm-hmm. It all goes in. <laughs> it all goes in. And I saw this great thing. You know, um, there's sort of all this like hype, like oh, small. Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, remember you're working with a small business. Like, remember that the people that they've hired to help you, like they've hired another mom who needs some income. Maybe they're a mom who's drowning, so they had to hire another mom who needed some income. Uh Like, just remember all of it when you start, like, prattling off about supporting small businesses because – if you support small businesses, then you'll be nice. Because I saw this meme once about you'll go through the McDonald's drive through a hundred times and they will mess up your order. And you will keep driving your fat butt through the McDonald's drive through But that small business that you claim to love messes up once and like you shoot off a scathing email and mic drop, you're never going to do business with them again. Yep. So. Right. There's my rant. Okay. That's my first rant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, did you have sorry. another one? No, that's like not why it? people tuned into the show. Yes, this one's a little bit more homemaker chic <laughs> applicable. We got to let her get it out, guys. Then we can. I got to get it out. Okay, we talk a lot about on the show, and I think this is really applicable because last week we talked, we had a listener message us about what to wear, yes. right? To her husband's office party. And we didn't really have a lot of details on where it was, but I think. If I remember correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the bottom line of my suggestion was like dress for where you're going. Mm -hmm. So match the venue. Match the venue. Well, I went to see Harry Connick on Thursday night, and let me say, for the most part, the venue wasn't matched. (laughs) Holy cow. And does it matter in the grand scheme of things? I think it does. <laughs> Dang it. This this whole like sort of matching the venue, I realized as a woman that that mattered to me as maybe, dare I say, part of my platform. 
I don't remember which president it was. I haven't really liked any of the presidents. <laughs> I've <laughs> been born, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so we'll just set that aside. But there was, a, I think at one point, like the women's soccer team was invited to the mm-hmm. White House, and mm-hmm. they wore flip flops. Mm-hmm. And I remember blogging about it, like, yeah, well over a decade ago. I was so annoyed because it didn't matter t- to me who the president was. I would have never worn flip flops to the White House just as a sign of respect for the office. Of, of course. Where you're going. Okay. Of course. So uh, I took Ami Lee to the city uh, last weekend to see Harry Connick Jr., which was just a big hairy deal, <laughs> pun intended. I think we talked about it last week. Um, a huge deal because I, I love him. I love his music. He did not disappoint. He, um, he pulled a homemaker chic in that he got on stage and he said, I'm not giving you 90% tonight. We don't do that. You're going to get well over 100% tonight. And he brought it. Gives it gives me chills. It was, inc- <laughs> it was incredible to see. If you look at like a, like a, you know, when somebody's like an aficionado or like a, a top in their field, I heard once that they have over 15,000 hours of practice in be- behind what you see. So collectively to see the orchestra, to see the band, because um, they had strings and brass um, that travel with him, on the stage like collectively that much talent that much invested time into someone's craft on one stage and them just with all sincerity and joy bringing it to you like they had never done it before like they didn't do this every other night like they're not on tour was so amazing he's in a tuxedo it's a red velvet theater you know like it's like a classic theater we drive down there, we change, we got pantyhose on the way and everything, you know, because we live up in the boonies. And we're walking across the street and you can see the venue, this, the lights are flashing, it's just amazing. And Amelie goes, oh, brother, I knew it was going to be like this. She's in houndstooth and combat boots and a little faux mink, like she's rocking her own style. I'm in this red dress, I put it on Instagram because it was friggin' awesome. Soft pants hoodies jeans like standing in front of the theater I'm sorry if if I get to be labeled a snob I will go down like that like just chisel it into my gravestone proudly because what the heck you're gonna go to a Harry Connick Jr. Christmas concert with stringed instruments and you're gonna go in your soft pants what do you mean soft pants? I don't like your pajamas, like your soft, pa- like cotton, like and a slightly elevated sweatpants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have, I'm stunned. And I know a few people that are listening were there. So if I'm dogging you, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. <clears throat> I don't, I don't get it. If you're not going to dress up for that, what are you going to dress up for? If you're not going to look presentable or, sh- like, just respectful, what are you going to be? Well, then when? A funeral? Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. I'm mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. Yeah. We had this conversation last night. We were doing some Christmas shopping for the kids. And I'm trying desperately, if anyone has any suggestions <laughs> that are in stock, I'm desperately oh trying gosh. to find my boys. And I do this every year. 
I buy them dress jackets, dress coats, like houndstooth or um, tweed or Mm -hmm. corduroy Mm -hmm. dress coats. Because when we go to church or when we go to a dinner or when we go out to eat, they wear button-up shirts, they wear their slacks, and they wear a dress coat. Because there is a training process. Mind you, I also have an older one you know I know that independent mm-hmm. style comes I know there's probably people out there being like well it must be nice to be able to still dress your kids but the point is like we really are setting the tone for how they will go out into the world and how they feel dressed up and h- how that looks for them and I think the result that you see at the concert is is from and just overly casual overly comfortable culture in all things you know, this mm-hmm. is the same kind of, sorry if I'm stepping on any toes here, but like, it, it, <laughs> this is gross. I'm sorry. Like, there are there are couples who poop in front of each other. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Okay? And it's the same kind of thing. It's like, if you're not going to do that alone, okay? What? I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> but it's true. I had somebody mention it to me one time. I didn't know that was a thing. I did not know that was a thing. You guys, everything we do here, everything we do, everything we're trying to cultivate in our homes, whether it's the food that we cook, the clothes that we wear, the way we manage our bills, any of it, the point is that we aren't just doing status quo. We, mm-hmm. are, we are trying to, to grow as people, grow into better versions of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we hope that's why people are makers. listening. Yeah, I hope it's not right. just like a, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're like me, you want to dress your home in accessories with a story. Quality accessories, ones that have meaning, and for sure, not accessories that are headed for the landfill. Because a huge concept on this show is better, not more. We want you to get to know our friends at House of Tokumen by visiting hotrugs.net. Especially if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that do not survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokumen. I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Because nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. Here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant, professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. So get to know House of Tokumen over on Instagram. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code, HOMEMAKER25, for 25% off this investment into the fabulous look of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fakes, no machine-made copies or replicas. Visit House of Tokumen at hotrugs.net and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Toops & Co., Toops & Co. believes in skincare products that nourish and restore and come from simple, wholesome ingredients. Emily began crafting skincare and makeup from her farmhouse kitchen after discovering how organic tallow, high-quality cold-pressed olive oil, and other quality natural ingredients made a huge difference in her skin and in her family's wellness. Now, Toops & Co. has expanded to not only include beautiful skincare, but also wonderful makeup products. These are products that I use on my skin every single day. I wash with the charcoal bar, and then I move on to the glow serums and the hydrating serums, all the makeups, all the bronzers, all the highlighters, the mascara, the eyeshadow. It's all so clean and so good. 
Visit toopsandco.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSCHIC for a 10% discount. Hello, homemakers. I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society because creating a home isn't just about the homemaker's duties. It's also about creating beauty and having a home that is aesthetically pleasing and a reflection of your personal style. So if you lean towards a love of timeless style, then the Old World Design Society is just for you. Membership starts at just $5 a month, which means you can attend my monthly interior design classes and have access to the design forum where you can interact with design enthusiasts, both professional and amateur. There's even a quarterly magazine, print or digital, that comes with a free society membership. This fall, we're looking at interior design principles and how to incorporate those into our homes. The magazine will feature some incredible spaces from England, New England, and beyond. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Our next design class will be in October after I get back from Paris, and I'd love to have you there. I will have plenty of Old World inspo for you. So select the basic membership or treat yourself to the magazine by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm ze- I'm not surprised at all that that was what you encountered at the concert. It saddens me. I you thought know, now I thought okay I might be just slightly more dressed I thought slightly because I wore like a red satin dress and like a little faux creamy mink mm-hmm. big deal you know mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal it it was very suited it was fun it was Christmas it's a Christmas concert <laughs> like I said in a red velvet theater which is what I call like those like kind of antique looking sure. venues um so I thought khaki pants I wasn't expecting suits and ties but I wasn't expecting hoodies. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, I understand. I get your frustration. Ladies, let's not be those people. Let's be the people who cushion hard conversations or, or challenges with uplifting and kind and complimentary words. Let's care about the way that we interact with people. When you're out shopping and you're Christmas shopping, you run across people who are out there just doing what they got to do. Man, wouldn't it be great if our little cluster of of listeners here, if we cultivate a community all around the world of women who who lift each other up, who treat each other well, who elevate the space that they're in, whether that's 
the things that they talk about, the way that they talk about them, the way that they're dressed, the way that they interact with other people. Like those are all points of elevation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It, you know, we had, it was just, we had a moment. Like we, we were on the other side of the street mm-hmm. and it was like, okay. I mean, I'm in three inch heels. It's cold. You know, I'm holding my dress down because I'm going to like, it's Maryland everywhere. <laughs> Maryland moment. Yeah. Somebody even said we were, somebody was taking our picture for us. They're like, oh, you should stand right here. And it was like over the subway, over the vent. I was uh-huh. like, Mm, I've seen the Lexington <laughs> Avenue photographs. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> um, but so, uh, but Amelie's like, well, they're underdressed. Let's do it. Like, and we just marched across the street, you know? Yep. So hold your head high. Yeah. Hold your head high and do it. You know? And once you do, once you do, we've talked about this before, but like once you get past that discomfort, I don't care if you're just at your house by yourself with your two-year-old. Like once you get past that, like I don't deserve to dress like this or I'm not doing something that warrants being dressed up or being dressed nice. um, uh, You really start to take some pride in it and you realize, oh, this this feels nice. This is a nice way of existing in my daily life. Even if you're not at a Christmas concert. (laughs) Yeah, I think. I mean, I remember in my 20s always just I didn't wear jeans when I was in my 20s which is so weird because now I love jeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just wouldn't wear them. I wore slacks or I wore tights and a skirt. Um, but I just remember as a young woman, like when I would watch movies, and I'm a very much like vintage Hollywood person, I never thought watching those movies, oh, they look overdressed, whether it was a man in a tweed jacket and a fedora mm-hmm. or like I just always thought, oh, they look nice. Yeah. And then I'm watching the culture around me, like, degenerate as far as what they're wearing. And I thought, well, I'm, I don't want to do that. Well, have you heard? I don't. Have you heard about the trend, though? People tell me this is a trend. Oh boy. No, no, no. It's good. Oh, okay. You think back, back to like, you know, the late '80s and early '90s. Like, how were you countercultural? You got a mohawk. You got some tattoos. You started to ride a skateboard, right? Something was yeah. dyed blue somewhere on your body. Punk. Like, or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This was like the anti establishment, like, we're going to do our own thing kind of, kind of a fight movement. for your right to party. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Apparently, somebody confirmed to me, it's messaged me on Instagram if you Does heard it have this. a name? I don't know if it has a name, <laughs> but apparently, it's a thing now for young okay. men, like late teens, 18, early 20s. Okay. To to wear three piece suits, uh, like proper praise three. The Lord and pass the ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> and now, like you'll see them walking down streets, and there'll be young men dressed in three piece suits because this is now the like, hey, I want a family. I want to like get a job and just be like a normal person. <laughs> I just right. want to be normal, and this is their way of like sort of sticking it in this like. You have to be an individual and you have to do this and do this and uh they don't want to they just kind of want they do just kind of want to be i don't want to say normal that's not the right word but um yeah traditional is not the right word either maybe but i think you understand what i'm saying yeah well <clears throat> it's the new yeah, way of being like quite- I'm, I'm going counterculture i'm going to stand out from 
the the current of the culture okay and this is sort of their way of doing that so anyway if anyone has heard about that besides me please let me know yeah i wish there there, maybe there is a name for it maybe we should search it but um it does give me hope uh i always tell my boys you know if you can get through childhood and homeschooling with a great work ethic and an ounce of business knowledge mm-hmm. you will smoke everybody <laughs> you right. will just which is what i've been trying up. to give my help my girls with that's why i think you know this this sale has been kind of a bust but as far as lessons go yeah amazing it's so great i love that you did that with your girls we are getting ready to start our boys um for years a decade we had meat rabbits we got rid of them a couple of years ago uh and when the kids were just a little bit littler a little bit needier and Mm -hmm. but my boys they've been we told i told you guys they've been feeding all of the animals taking care of all the animals for almost a year now and i asked them i said do you guys want to do this do you want to take charge of it like i'll help you keep the books We'll do the whole thing. You can be in charge of the breeding. You can be in charge of the butchering. You can do you can do the whole shtick. And they were all about it. And it just felt like one of those moments where you just wanted to roll up your sleeves and be like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, man. I just cannot wait to see who my children become. Like, the little men that they'll grow into. I just gets me so right. excited to think about. So I think the best you can do, like you did with Ami Lee, like you set this example, you create this culture in your home. This is what we do. We aren't, we aren't going to be the people showing up in hoodies. We're not going to be the people who don't make eye contact and say rude things. We're not going to be those mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we're all going to do it right, but we're no. going to make an effort. Yeah. The effort yeah. has to count for something. Stu always tells me, like, the world's going to world. Don't be surprised when the world worlds. Mm. And it, it is comforting. Because it's like mm-hmm. I don't, I can't hold expectations for other people or for the world other than what I expect them to be, which is sadly a very low bar uh, in our culture. It just is a low bar. Um, and it sounds very cliche to say, but it is your duty to to be the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You be the fish swimming in the different direction. You be the one showing in the the satin dress and the mink do that if that's your thing maybe your thing's different i don't know do you have anything else you'd like to get off your chest (laughs) uh no i think that's pretty much it okay um have you checked janie and jack yes okay and there's another h and h1 not it's not h and h but it has Mm -hmm. two names henry and hopewell or i don't something like that they had darling ones and i've gotten them from them for years but they're all out of stock Hmm. so i'm trying to find some i love it when they're all dressed up um yeah yeah okay yeah i will i will admit since moving up here we've been a little bit more cash with i like we used to go more all out like the boys especially Mm -hmm. um for church you mean or just in general for 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 church yeah for that makes me sad yeah um Tartine chocolat is another uh, fun. Will you text me to that? Yeah, kind of posh, but they have clearance items. Um, I follow this this newer guy on Instagram. This French guy. I'm sure a lot of people have seen his reels because they're getting kind of popular. 
So I think he's um, a French actor that's new to L.A. And so he's doing these reels with a really exaggerated French accent and talking about, like, the cultural differences. Okay. And he he did one, like, two weeks ago about how Americans dress. He's like, I don't understand this. <laughs> you know, and he's like, you're in your pajamas, you know. And, he, and then there's, like, two women that walk past him in their workout clothes. He's like, or like this, or like this. He's like, you go to the gym all day? Is that like, oh, my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs> What are we doing here? We're walking mm-hmm. around in our pajamas. Very humorous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, uh not to stay on this topic for too long, but. <laughs> you mean 36 you get, minutes and you counting? Get the, <laughs> you get the comfort argument. It's comfortable. I want to be comfortable. I got to move. But th- that's not, we, we're not saying like get in a corset with whale bones. Like that's not what we're talking about. We're in the day of like stretch fabric and elastic and like there are right. very comfortable ways to dress that still give off a much more uh, formal, presentable vibe. Yeah. So I don't think that's an argument. <laughs> okay. Shauna sent okay. us this meme on Instagram and it said, you think you're okay. chill and laid back? Watch your kids build and decorate a gingerbread house without intervening. <laughs> True. We did that yesterday. <laughs> that was our day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And were you chill about it? Um, yes. The only thing I can't stand is the when they don't put like stuff down on the table because when that royal icing sticks to the wood and then dries like cement <laughs> and I have to spend the morning chiseling it off like sure. I did today. Sure. I get a little bitter. Sure. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> You got another one? No. No? <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I have had such a crazy, crazy day. Normally I have these all tagged beforehand, but I didn't. But I'm going to find one. Hang tight, please. Oh, okay. somebody. well, okay. somebody, this is not holiday related. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked okay. if your last pregnancy was harder than your others because you were older when you got pregnant with Junior. Um, my pregnancies were always pretty miserable. <laughs> I just barf nonstop. No, she's serious, you guys. Yeah, it's not fair. You'd think mm-hmm. for all the vomiting, I could just like only gain 12 pounds, but nope. Mm-hmm. I always end up pushing 200 and <laughs> it's just so bad. Um, so how old was I? 41? 41. 41, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't notice the age. No, I didn't notice the age. Okay. But in between, I mean, I tried to stay really healthy in between pregnant I was lifting yeah. and everything like crazy I was like quite devastated because I wasn't expecting to get pregnant and I was like totally into the heavy weights I was like wait I was just getting somewhere <laughs> yeah it's true the, now the true. labor was like worse the labor was um my uterus was like yeah we're not doing this <laughs> you thought you because I mm-hmm. ate my first baby like took 28 hours and then the other ones were all two to three hours, just, and then this last. So, and then I kind of had it in mind how it was going to be, and it took, it just wouldn't go anywhere. It just wouldn't go anywhere, anywhere. And then I hemorrhaged, and it was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. didn't want to cooperate. And that my midwife said, like, the older you get, your uterus can kind of be like, think, treat you like we've done this before. We don't feel like doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're You're done. not going to get we're out of me what you thought you were going to get out of me. We're done now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, I am drinking my raspberry leaf tea. We had a listener suggest that we all drink a quart of very high concentrated raspberry leaf tea. I had I pick raspberry leaves from my bushes each year and dry them for tea, but I never drink it with like a purpose. I guess I just drink it for mm-hmm. enjoyment, but I'm drinking it with a purpose now. I'm trying to drink four cups a day to reset hormones to balance lady bits <sighs> and the function of lady I bits. Do that. So I'm I'm doing it. And it's delicious. It's really, really good. It tastes like a really, if you just have it straight, it mm-hmm. tastes just like a, a nice light black tea. It has a flavor yeah. of tea like you wouldn't believe. Um, it's really enjoyable. Sometimes I just put ice in it and just sip on it like you would water. It's really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sometimes I drink it warm. So I can't remember who suggested that, but thank you for that. Yeah, I just saw that come through again the other day. Um, are mm-hmm. you red lighting the lady bits? <laughs> red lighting? Yes, I am. Are you red lighting? You know I am. If the red light uh, is on, don't walk in the room. Right. Don't come a knocking. <laughs> don't come a knocking. You're not gonna like what you see. Right. <laughs> I know. I, I this morning I'm like, I woke up a little bit later than normal, and I usually red light first thing in the morning. I just locked the door. Yeah, lock the door, ladies. I'm Do yourself lock the door a favor. This time. Lock the tour i usually red light i've been red lighting everybody because they've been sick it's such a great mm-hmm. way it, it basically um increases your cell turnover so your cells want to want to turn over faster which mm-hmm. is great for sickness for muscle fatigue for illness all that kind of stuff so um i've been putting all my kids in front of it and i i also put it on my plants <laughs> like here you go where's a little food for I you d- you poor okay, little so winter i had soul. a rosemary <laughs> I had a rosemary that was so cranky last week. Talk mm-hmm. about wanting to give up the ghost. It just looked so pathetic. Like, you know what? You're going to go in front of the red light. <laughs> mm-hmm. My kids walk by. Mom, are you in there? I'm like, no, it's just the rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> She's having a hard day. Give her a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a question from Hannah. We just can't get off this style thing. How do you adjust mm-hmm. your style for cold weather? All the cute styles for pants and skirts seem to involve bare ankles, and I just can't stand to have my legs uncovered when it's really cold. Um, so any suggestions that don't feel frumpy? Yeah, I, I mean, I have, like, the fleece line tights and boots. That's what I do, too. I wear, I wear boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some little, I, like I said last week, I have some little black boots that zip up. So if I wear black fleece leggings and black boots, it looks really sleek. I also have like just leather flat like lace up boots. And so I can you can wear those directly over fleece lined tights as well. So and that that's helpful. You know <clears throat> yeah, and sometimes it's just bloody cold. So this this weekend I wore um I got these pants at Costco. <laughs> um they're fleece lined, I suppose, like a plaid. Uh-huh. Flannel, maybe they're flannel lined. Mm-hmm. They're so warm, and they're like a cargo pant. They have a drawstrings. They're nice and comfortable for the comfortable crowd. And I was outside uh, in a cold barn working, so I wore my fleece lined tights. I wore these, and I cuffed them. So you had the cute little plaid, and then I have like hunter combat boots I wore, and my coat. Mm-hmm. And so it still looks, and like a sweater with sequins on it, with a scarf. So I still looked festive yep and i was warm but yeah um i do have to say like if you are in a northern climate and you go to costco and see those pants (laughs) 
next to the produce section, go ahead and grab yourself a pair. Oh my gosh, I just watched a stand-up They're comedian who did so such a funny bit on Costco pants. Cozy. About what it says about a person when you're buying your pants at Costco. I know. There's like, I'm, I'm so hard, girls. I remember once she's like, well, now I'm at the point in life where I buy my clothing, where I buy my clothes, so. You mean your food? Where buy I buy your food. my food, yeah, yeah, rather. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's so, yeah. it's so, uh, so true. Do you, uh, my friend Amber and I have been talking about this. Do you find that as you've aged, you sort of lean a little heavier into like accessories like scarves or jewelry or like like you cut your hair off recently you know well a couple Mm -hmm. years ago but like you cut Mm -hmm. it all off I notice like older women tend to I noticed this a lot when I was in Sicily older women tend to have a little bit more of a, a sleeker style a little bit like less oh I just rolled out of bed and you know, this is my bed hair and my skin's just dewy and youthful. Um, I've never been that person. <laughs> <laughs> There's always been a lot of effort involved. Okay. Okay. That And that's kind of to my okay. point. Do you feel like there is more effort involved in these things as you get older? I mean, I know we just joked about you're just buying your clothes at Costco. Mm-hmm. When, when mm-hmm. you're younger, you maybe would have put more effort in. But in seriousness, I think... I think that women to stay um, sort of on their A game, whatever that may be for your age, it mm. like starts to take more effort. Do you think that's true? Okay. Well, you said accessories, so okay. you opened with accessories. Okay, you're right. You I did. With that. Okay, keep it broader okay. than that. Um, okay. Like I'm think nails, um, makeup, hair care, uh, clothing even. Like think about older women – especially European women, like they iron their Mm -hmm. clothes. They tend to wear Mm -hmm. nice blouses. Um, Mm -hmm. Older women where I live, you know, when they dress nice, like they tend to wear maybe more like costume jewelry, more like there's more, more. (laughs) There's just more. Um, And I don't know if that, is that like to counter the aging thing? Is that, okay, your hands don't look as young as they once did. So that like bare nailed sexy look doesn't really pull it anymore. Or in order for them to feel their best? Do, do you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? I don't. I do. I totally know what you're trying to say. And I don't know if it's a part of the country thing or not. So. Okay. Be So, like, people here are way more casual, obviously. But, like, being okay. from Chicagoland, like, that was, like, your nails were done. You had a nice purse. Like, I've always worn accessories. I remember being 17 and having a friend over, and I put on jean shorts and a black T-shirt. And she was she was watching me get dressed. And then I put on, like, a gold scrunchie, a gold belt. I grabbed my cute pearlized flip-flops, grabbed a, a bag. She's like, what did you just do? You just took t-shirt, mm-hmm. a T-shirt and shorts, and now you're, like, bedazzled. I'm like, well... I don't yeah. know. Like um so I, but I also lived like in a, a heavily like Italian area. Like so I don't know if it's like a Chicagoland thing where mm-hmm. that was and and so you're in the Pacific Northwest where I in my mind that seems like more natural, more laid back, shorter nails, it, not going to get a manicure, you know, like Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I was it in definitely school, it was is, like you're however 
the longer the better the more bling on your fingernails you know I mean I just remember Mm -hmm. that being like a very accessor accessories I just remember accessories always being a part of my life hmm okay so okay whereas now being older like when I was younger I would have never bought a pair of warm fuzzy pants at Costco heck no (laughs) that would have not been happening but now I can like look and go, no, that's very appropriate. You're going to be working in a barn. They're navy blue. That's your color. They're plaid. That's your thing. Put on your ski sweater that's got gold sequins on it, and you're going to be okay. Right. I mean, there's there's a way <laughs> yeah, to do so, it, right? But like, yeah, I ju- I think the the late 30s. I'm like I'm 36 right now, and I think this is such a pivotal. There is this genuine transition that I can feel where oh, it's coming. It is. You're, it's yeah. It's like I'm it's like this flipping from this youthful to like a mature or a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Mature or a mature or woman. Uh, I can yeah. feel it and I just keep thinking like what version um not to be just too self-aware or too uh yeah yeah blah about it not not in a narcissistic way but just like mm-hmm. how do I how do I step into this new womanly role? Um appropriately like what does that look like and anyway it's just something I've been thinking about and I you know you're mm-hmm. older and wiser so do you remember but that as far as effort it takes more effort for sure it oh, all gosh. takes more effort yeah <laughs> it's all taking more effort all of it yeah it's uh and that's not a bad thing um I would just really love a personal stylist to be like I'm just gonna help you just <laughs> You need some help. Okay. Um, I will share over on the Homemaker Chic Instagram account. I happened upon this old woman. She's just styled. She's styled. There's no other way to say it. It's not complicated. She's just styled. And she looks so beautiful. And she has wrinkly skin. I'm not talking like Botox and implants kind of. Mm -hmm. She's just, she's old and wrinkly and styled. And I just think... That's how I want to go down, man. That's how I want to go down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that might we might need to uh, expand on that. Ladies, shoot okay. your questions over on Instagram about that because it's been something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Something something changes in your late 30s, okay. I feel like, or in your 30s. Okay. And you did share that or you're going to share that? I'm going to share. I will share it. Okay. I don't want to now because okay. I don't want to navigate away from this question. So let's, yeah. <laughs> you're okay. going to like this question, ladies. This is from okay. Alex. I have a question. I want to be the type of woman who takes a bath more often. Um, I share a tub with a husband who gets dirty for a living and two babies, one prone to pooping in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> We've so been there. My question is, what do you use to clean your tub, and do you clean it every day before a bath? I feel like it should, I should clean it every time before I get in. Great question, Alex, because up until, what, two months ago, my family of six, all of them shared one bath. So I feel this big time. Okay? Mm-hmm. So um, I did tend to clean it before I got in it. Once a week, I would give it a deep scrub. And in order to mm-hmm. do that, I would use Barkeeper's Friend. And I would scrub it with that in a clean sponge, wash all that down. And then I would wash it really swiftly with a mixture of vinegar, white vinegar, and dish soap. 
and I would use that to like, you know, clean all around the faucet and clean the little drain out and all that and then rinse that down. It doesn't take long Mm -hmm. at all. It takes three minutes, not a big deal. Then when I would go to take a bath, um, I would always make sure this is so gross. There there was no hair in the drain because gag. Mm -hmm. Sick. So I would just grab a piece of toilet paper, grab any hair out. And then if I wanted Mm -hmm. to give it a quick rinse, I would do it with just a little bit of dish soap. You know, just let's just make sure it's all. I have to like take like if somebody's draped like a washcloth over the side or something, I have to take that washcloth and like wipe it down. I don't want to bathe with fuzz. Like, yeah. Whatever's fallen in the tub during the day yeah. or whatever. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of times what I do is I will turn the hot water on to not plug the drain straight away and just sort of use my hand just to like loosen up mm-hmm. any soap residue on the bottom or anything like that. But there's certainly a way to, to do it. I bathed in my bathtub almost every night with all my people. So it can be done, Alex. Where there is a will, there is a way. And I genuinely think... There is a huge benefit to mom having some nice, warm, relaxed, quiet time in the bath. For most of yes. us who are just at home, who don't have access to other stuff, like it's the closest we can get to a spa. A spa, exactly. <laughs> Light a candle, put on some good music. I mean, and it yeah. can be after your kids go to bed and it can be for just 10 or 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. what a great way to unwind at the end of the day such a wonderful oh, time it's a treat yeah even better mm-hmm. if you take like a good magazine in or something you know put your red light on if you've got a red light uh that's a good way to do it too um okay yep um i want to share with you guys let's we have a few more minutes here few time for a few more questions but i'm gonna cue the wine music because i want to share a story with you okay Okay. because this is the wine from dry farm wines that comes with a story so you guys know we love dry farm wines uh you can visit them at dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic this is where we encourage you to pour a glass of dry farm wines and enjoy one with us or while you're listening Um, These are biodynamic, organic, no added yeast, no added sugar, no GMO, no added fillers or dyes or colorants. The interesting thing about the wine world is there's a lot left to question because there's so many different regulations all around the world. If you're buying wines from the United States, even within the United States, from Washington to California, let's say, completely different set of rules, completely different set of um, regulations that people have to follow. So Dry Farm Wines does the work for us. They go and they find the cleanest wines available. They bring them into the United States and then they ship them to your doorstep. So whether you want to get six bottles a month, three bottles a month, whether you like reds or whites, you get to choose. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. I'm going to share a bottle with you today, which you can see if you're watching on uh, Patreons. I actually dug this out of the trash. (laughs) You can see it has coffee grounds on it. I've never seen that before. Okay. <laughs> so I've never seen that one. Okay. We are sort of uh, interested in exploring Abruzzo, Italy, which is the region that's sort of east of Tuscany. And that's where this bottle comes from. It comes from Abruzzo. Uh, the two varieties that make this up of grape are Pecorino and Riesling. But what mm-hmm. caught my eye is that it's called Il, Mos- Il, excuse me, Il Mostro, which means the monster and I was like why would you 
Why? Why would you call it a monster? Okay. So this is a fun little winter time story for you. So this is a new wine. Il Mostro is a new line of wines from this winery. And it's named after a children's bedtime warning, which exists all throughout Europe. So Ragana is a mythical creature uh, that's based in Latvian mythology. And she's a witch. And so this is like this spirit who would sort of soar around and reveal the future. And according to this folklore, the witch flies off to the hilltops to rendezvous on her holy night, which is the winter solstice. So this became like this children's bedtime warning where the monster would draw um, would draw from this sort of folklore. So I was never told this story as a kid, but I'm sure that some of my ancestors probably were. But okay. so this is... Um, a single vineyard uh, bottle, which means that all the grapes are grown there. They're all harvested there. The wine is made there. Um, anyway, it's just, and it's so good. It's unfiltered. So when you taste it, you'll notice that it's cloudy. We we run our wines mm-hmm. through a lot of filters. And uh, what was the thing that they used to take the stuff out? Fish Egg bottles. whites. Fish platters. <laughs> Egg whites and fish platters. <laughs> this doesn't you can see even there's a teeny bit left. It's it's um it almost reminds me of like a really like an apple cider. It has like these pineapple okay. hits, but it's so, so, so good. So it's called Il Mostro. You can request this bottle with your dry farms order if you'd like. Um anyway, interesting story. And cool. it's just fun to see like the winemakers and the vineyards like their individual story their individual sort of creative expression mm-hmm. come out in these things i just think it's kind of fun so anyway dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic um angela suggested last week maybe getting started with the three bottle sparkling wine it's a beautiful time of year to add those to your christmas eve or have them on available for new year's eve or anything like yeah, that or for gifts i mean yeah. i I've received a champagne bucket as a gift before. There's so many great things you can do and then include the bottle. So whether it's like a beautiful um, engraved wine glass or a decanter with a bottle, Mm -hmm. a champagne bucket with a bottle, a really beautiful, you know, they make gorgeous like olive wood handled um, corkscrews. Like there's really great things that you can make sort of a gift set with Mm -hmm. and then include your wine as a gift. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, get this. I got sent a panettone for Christmas, which is like the okay. Italian Christmas bread, right? Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really soft, like almost like an Italian brioche. And it came, I've, I've always made them myself. I've never bought them. This thing came wrapped in paper with a big ribbon on it. And it was in a mm-hmm. gorgeous tin that apparently this speci- this specific bakery um, designed with Dolce & Gabbana. So it comes in a mm. Dolce & Gabbana <laughs> little wow cookie tin and then in this bag it's just in like a like a gift bag from a store but it's designed to match this tin and mm-hmm. it's gorgeous packaging it's, is it's so bright and so beautiful <laughs> and i was yeah. like this is this is life like this is fun and color and vibrancy yeah. and like i want to be a better person just from seeing this bag it's mm-hmm. so pretty. That is how packaging makes oh. me feel. It makes me want to do, it's so stupid. Nope. It makes me want to do everything better. 
So mm-hmm. even in like packing our macaron, like we, like we did like beautiful like cream and navy, of course, cream yeah. and navy and Tiffany blue. We tried to make it just beautiful. So anybody who bought one felt like they were getting a treat yes. above and beyond even the cookie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's um, just so fun. While we're talking about filtering, <laughs> oh, did you see this okay. message? What? Um, oh, no. Responding to DE. You would be shocked to learn that they use large quantities of it to filter maple syrup. Why? I what don't do you, know. What do you mean? This Why would you do that? This is what this is what Sarah Sarah Mack over on Instagram sent us. Yeah. Hmm. I don't <laughs> I know do about that. That feels a little <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> hmm. Grody. That is grody. I just don't, I just would, I just, I hate having to do everything myself (laughs) just so I know what actually is going on. I get resentful (laughs) of that. Not complaining. I will do it. But, um, uh, yeah, anyway. Okay. That's another topic. (laughs) That is another topic. Um, somebody asked, I don't know, I can't tell what her name is, but, um, (laughs) You guys are going to laugh at this. Again, not holiday related. My husband has been powerlifting for years, and now I'm convinced I should be lifting as well. You mentioned lifting earlier. So Uh, what resources do you recommend for getting started? I've had three kids in three years, and I need to build back a strong mom bod. Um, Okay. We had Coach Paul on a couple of weeks ago, and... He has a okay. fitness app, which could be a great place to get started. Um, I would say get some general equipment. So Angela and I both have a tonal, um, but it was a major investment for both of us. But because we both live so far out of town, we didn't really have a gym accessible. So I also mm-hmm. didn't have space accessible for a bunch of right. weights. <laughs> but it is amazing what you can do with just a couple couple kettlebells and a couple of you know a barbell and some weights and a bench and you can still get a lot done uh coach paul's my favorite coach so paul wright fitness paul wright.fitness i believe is his website paul wright.fit can't remember that ever <laughs> talking i'll find out so sorry <laughs> but he's great he does a ton of body weight stuff on that app so if you're looking to get into it that's a great place to get into it and i love it i i wish I can see how it becomes a mission of people when they start lifting and they see results from lifting. I can see why they want to share that with other women because it is mm-hmm. really fun as a woman to lift heavy things. It's it, Well, it's fun. most women <laughs> believe the lie that you can't lift heavy weights or else you'll get bulky. And that is a load of crap. That's the very first thing that I is, ever said to my trainer. To I was like, like I don't want to look like a man. And she's like, do you have a any idea reps. how much works that work that takes? <laughs> yeah. Now, I will I will say this. My opinion is that CrossFit does, sh- after a, after doing CrossFit for an expended, extended period of time, it does shape your physique a little bit more masculine. CrossFit, I mm-hmm. feel like I can identify a CrossFit female body. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. But... But but women in general believe this lie that you have to do like low weights, a million reps, and you can't forget that like 
rock star feeling because you'll end up looking like Sasquatch or something, mm-hmm. and that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is paulwright.fitness okay. or paulwright.life. Okay, there you go. Know, that's his consulting. And then also my sister really, really enjoys um, Grow With Joe okay. on YouTube. Um, and that's for walking. And then Carolyn Girvan, G-I-R-V-A-N, on YouTube for heavy lifting. Okay. She enjoys, too. Okay. She's always going on about her, so. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's end with this. So, Tina, this is okay. just food for thought because we do only have one more episode um, before we're going to take a break for the end of de- the rest of December, and we'll be back in January 2023. Um, so, Tina said, I'm sure you get a lot of questions on your health journeys, and uh, while you don't throw it in anyone's faces, I don't know about that, Tina. Sorry if we do. <laughs> we know you ladies are Christians with strong co- convictions as well. Maybe mm-hmm. there is a way to do a season or maybe a mini season on all things internal. Perhaps take mm. a few weeks and focus on the stewardship of internal matters, whether it's health or spiritual. That's some good food for thought, Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I always struggle on the podcast just speaking out loud here. Like um, we always say there's not one right or wrong way to do it. There's not one right or wrong way to do holidays. There's not one right or wrong way to do a menu plan or workout mm-hmm. or dress or right. raise your children or any number of things. We have a lot of freedom here. And so my concern is always that when we do get too personal or we share too much that people read that as – that's the way that it has to be instead of just speaking broadly this is what we do because we we do tend to live in a culture where if I do something different than you that's an attack on the way that you do it as opposed to just Mm -hmm. a conviction about the way that I do it um Mm -hmm. I think homemaker chic listeners in general have been really good about holding um space I guess for us to be who we are yeah 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 you know Yep. Um, I, I love the messages that we get, and we do get them about people who are just so different than us. And Oh, mm-hmm. got to tell them about the guy who came up to you. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm out this weekend, and this guy comes up to me, and he's and this guy, is he's got to be 62 if he's a day. He says, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If, I, if you're listening, I know and he's you're probably not 62. Listening. He's wow, like, I'm 49, you jerk. Shut up. Gosh. just I'm just going to take back everything I've said for the last 15 seconds. Because that was not well thought out. <laughs> wow. This gentleman came up to me and said, are you Angela? I said, yes. He said, I listen to the podcast every week. And that kind of shocked me because I wasn't expecting that. He said, it's like listening. It's like being on the train and listening to two girlfriends talk in on their way to the city to work. And I really enjoy it. <laughs> Thanks for all the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. It's so he great. Didn't it, he didn't say it like like two hens cackling. Like he sincere. He was very sincere. He enjoyed it. It's like oh. wow, that's awesome. Yeah, maybe I'm he's so- sixty five, and so I just gave him a couple. Maybe who knows? <laughs> he'll know, and now he'll stop listening. Insert foot. Gosh, <laughs> jeez, Louise. <laughs> oh, it's no, it's all good. Um, we still have one more episode, so shoot us your questions over on Instagram. Homemaker Chic Podcast is where you can find us over there. I'm sorry we didn't really hit on the holidays today. We got a little well, derailed. Let's, uh, let's, yeah, well, it was fun. It was, you know, it was a holiday concert, and I needed to vent. So, like, that being said, like, just look nice for the holidays. Just show some respect. 
<laughs> and um, get yourself some mistletoe uh, balm from Tupsing Company because oh, yeah. um, it's quite dreamy. And we talk a lot on this show. You know, we're going to probably talk a lot more about health and toxins and all that stuff. Cleaning out. Should we? After January. After, in January, I think we really need to just, like, get in there and get dirty. Stu, and well, Stu said, clean. you know, I heard you and Angela talking about vegetable oils again. And I said, yeah. He goes, do you know how you know someone's a vegan? I go, yeah, I do. He goes, they, you don't have to because they'll tell you. <laughs> He's like, don't Subtle, be that. Stuart. Don't be Subtle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> A lot of people have no idea about seed oils. They we are doing them a favor. Well, get this. I'm practicing my Italian vocab words. I get to sugar. And I said, Juju, do you know the word for sugar? And she goes, yeah, poison. Get out. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's so my poor children. <laughs> My poor children. That that is so. Funny. They are mine though, so I get to. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway, gracious. yeah. Uh, shoot us ideas. Tupesandco.com. There you go. Homemaker ten ten percent off for your Tupes and Co you purchase. Uh, yeah, somebody just messaged me. They're like, "When do I use the restorative serum in my whole lineup?" Okay, mm-hmm. so if you're wondering that from the skincare guru over here, serum goes first. Face wash, whatever astringent, tonic you use, mm-hmm. serum, mm-hmm. and then all the other goop. Mm-hmm. Yep. The face primer she has, it has like a rice starch in it and aloe vera. It's really incredible. So I put that on before I put makeup on. Face yeah, but I'm talking about skincare. Oh. I'm talking about the restore, like the serum. Serums go first. Okay. In your skincare routine. Okay. You want that good stuff right next to the skin. Okay. And seal it in with all the other stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> okay. All right. I promise we'll go out with a huge Michael Buble worthy holiday episode on Thursday. We'll deck the halls. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> what are the people called that show up on the Michael Buble cruise when they're 65? Boobers? Boobers. <laughs> Isn't that what you said last week? I was telling no, my kids. I that call story. him the my- boobs. We just call him the boobs. I'm going to put on the boobs. It's just what we call him. Boobs. Oh my god. Georgia calls him okay. Mr. Bubbles because she can't pronounce his last name, but we call him the boobs. <laughs> I love him. Zero like, disrespect. I love him so much. It's my pet name for him. Boobs. <laughs> I thought Stuart said you were gonna end up being a boober on a on an Alaskan cruise someday with Michael Bublé. Tell him you said that. <laughs> no, I don't think they have a name. Just, I thought they had a name, no. like a groupie name. I swear you said that, but maybe I just heard what I wanted to hear because it was funny. <laughs> Boober. <laughs> and on that note. Cheers. All right, ladies. We'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.